Hey family, this is Jonathan Soul coming at you with another commentary. I'm gonna be talking about politics and comics. Two subjects that are near and dear to me coming together in a groovy little sandwich. Ooh, goddamn. Oh, sorry about that. I saw someone distracted me. Anyway, um, yeah, family, so politics and comics. If there's anything that is getting more politicized nowadays in terms of art, it's definitely comics. And uh, good morning. And uh, one thing that, um, you know, I noticed all of us who are fans of comics and sci-fi, you know, we're familiar with... Uh, Justice League uh, animation and Justice League Unlimited, which is my favorite. Familiar with, uh, you know, what DC and Marvel is doing. Me, I focus on independent black comics. Independent black comics. Because uh, we need to tell our story, fictional and otherwise. And we need to preserve it for posterity and African-Americans in particular, and I'm sure Africans in general, need to propagandize their art. So politics and comics. Usually when you look at uh, like the white comics, uh, DC and Marvel, you see a couple common themes. And again, it depends on, you know, the times and what's the culture. When, uh, you know, Stan Lee and uh, Jack Kirby came out with uh, X-Men, even though the, the Black uh, Panther uh, character was invented, I think maybe, either it was like a couple months before or after, it still had a political, you know, cultural component to it. You know, they say that Professor X and uh, wasn't Malcolm and uh, Martin Luther King wasn't, um, no, I'm sorry, Magneto wasn't Malcolm, and Professor X wasn't Martha King, but we know that's bullshit. Even if they didn't do it intentionally, they were just reflect, reflecting the zeitgeist of the times. Then you got, uh, in the 80s, there was this uh, one panel, I think, when like uh, Superman was talking about, uh, you know, getting rid of his citizenship or something, or not liking what America was standing for, I think because of the wars or something. And then, uh, you know, remember for the older cats when uh, Green, Lan Green Lantern and Green Arrow were starting to deal with some, uh, some social stuff. I think there was like this a panel with this little black boy was talking about you're going to the distant planets to fight for aliens. But what about the black kids in the city? Kind of, I think he said it to Green Arrow, if I get that right. Or maybe it was Green Lantern, uh, John Stewart. So, you know, without going on, you get the idea that, you know, definitely the comics can be political. Shit, even the artists, when uh, Occupy Wall Street was the thing in the news, Frank Miller, if I recall correctly, you know, had some, I would say, uh, hmm, some harsh criticism of uh, those guys. It might have had something to do with you know, get a job, get a shower or something. I can't remember per se. But it didn't sound like he was a fan. So, uh, long story short, 
we can't say that comics aren't political. When it comes to the, the black indie comics, um, I put them in three categories. One are the, you know, and all of them have action and different things and the sci-fi element, so that's a given. So one, there are comics that are, I would say, apolitical, right? Those tend to be the manga that I've seen. I'm talking about the ones that I've been exposed to. The manga, you know, that make, you know, uh, be inspired by Japanese manga. Those are the comics where, you know, they might be on an alien planet or something, or, uh, you know, they might just, uh, trying to think, like, there's this one book, uh, let's see, so some of the books that come to mind, say, might be Power Knights. Power Knights love the book. Uh, alien warriors come to Earth, and they're kind of, you know, fighting against each other or whatever, and humans kind of get caught up in a crossfire. Say another book like, uh, let me see, um, I would say uh, Willpower, and this is just off the top of my head, you know, Willpower. You know, again, you know, uh, superpowered beings fighting the bad guys, traditional the idea of what we consider traditional comics and those are groovy those are very entertaining and they usually you know if, if anything have a moral message you know truth justice and you know that kind of thing fine that's the apolitical books and apolitical books are wonderful then I would say you have the uh, the political books political books aren't strictly political but they have a very clear, salient uh, political or social message. For example, in my opinion, Purge. Purge has uh, especially, um, uh, there's one panel where uh, two characters are talking about buying up uh, property so that they can control the politics in the neighborhood. There's another panel where the AI flashes um, a copy of the black extremist uh, memorandum, the Black Identity Extremist Memorandum. Um, those are, and, and you know, there's another panel in Purge 1, the recent one anyway, where, uh, you know, it shows children are being abducted, how some of the cops are very racist. And there's one cop, he has like a, he knocked, he was chasing a kid, knocked him out. I think with the butt of his gun or something. He's reaching down to grab him, and there's like a, a Confederate flag tattoo on his arm. Very political, very socially conscious. Yet at the same time, if you're not tuned into that, you might not even notice it. All you might notice is bangs that pile and very good uh, storytelling. So that would be the, the political comments. Another version uh, of these things is what I call aspirational. So you got apolitical, bangs that pile, and then you got aspirational, meaning kind of something you kind of want to look forward to or something along those lines. Or, and so that would be, and then some comics fall into more than one category, but for simplicity's sake, I would say something like uh, the books that... um. Uh, Paul uh, Julie, Paul Louis Julie is coming out with. Um, Johansi, 
you know, where you have like a, like a, a African space kind of vibration, you know, but it doesn't have those colonial influences. Um, I would say, uh, I don't know. Uh, there's a conversation I had with um, Machindo. He's coming out with a book. And uh, I can't remember the name. You know, Machindo has a very creative name for his characters. But there's a book coming out like that. I think Purge at times. Because um, the city that is like the, the metropolis of this universe is called New Salem in North Carolina. And it's like a high-tech city. And one of the city fathers is like uh, this guy, you know, wealthy, industrialist or whatever. And, uh, you know, he helps, you know, helps the city out and da 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 So that's kind of aspirational in a sense. Um, there is one more comic that I forgot to mention. This kind of political but more on a social tip. It's actually a webcomic. And it's called Monsters. Is it Monsters of Crescent City or Crescent City Monsters? And uh, by... Uh, uh, damn memory. Come on, memory. Don't, don't carry me like that. But anyway, the brother is a brilliant brother. I interviewed him a little while ago. And uh, the main character is kind of like a... He's a blues rock, a blues musician, a jazz musician, and a sorcerer at the same time. But uh, he has... Because it's, it's kind of written in like the 50s. Blues like the 50s. Um, they're fighting the, the whole segregation, all kind of stuff. But... The band talks about freedom and standing up for yourself and everything. And the, and the character stands up for himself. He doesn't just interlock his fingers and submit when the cop rolls up on him. So, you know, to me, that's a political statement. In America, if you're black or brown and you actually defend yourself, that's political. That's not human nature. It is, but they try to dehumanize us in this culture. So, whether it's apolitical whether it's aspirational, you know, another one that you could kind of put in the aspirational slash uh, political, of course, is Brother Man. Brother Man, the original comic book series, which I have almost all of them, uh, to me, was very aspirational and political, uh, cultural political, meaning uh, you had a brother who didn't have any superpowers, but he just had, a, and his, his parents weren't killed in the alley or anything like that, but he just had a desire to make his city a better place. So that's the, uh, the political piece, right? And they talked about, they hinted at different issues because it wasn't preachy, but uh, they, good morning. They hinted at different issues like, um, you know, corruption in government, and uh, gentrification, how you doing, sir? Gentrification and uh, stuff along those lines. But then on the flip side, in terms of aspirational, it was all black people. The city, the villains, the heroes, everybody. It was all black people. And they were working together. <laughs> and it was just so beautiful, you know. He took a, a decaying uh, urban landscape and changed it into something so groovy that uh, it was just a beautiful thing to behold. And of course, with the new book, um, uh, Brother Man Revelations, 
you know, you really see the socially conscious and uh, politically aware component of the big city, you know, brother man universe. I'm of the opinion, the firm opinion, the African-American people in particular need art that propagandizes us. Propagandizes us in this direction. One is that we are a great people. Not everybody that came into the furnace of America survived. Let's just be perfectly frank. Not everybody, not only have we survived, but we've been able to carve out, you know, a, uh, a valuable piece of political power. We're trying to be tricked into giving it all up by focusing on other issues that don't concern us necessarily. But, um, you know, there's always a core of African-American people that are informed, conscious, woke, whatever you want to, whatever the trendy term is nowadays. Maybe the better term is enlightened self-interest or informed self-interest. Anyway, we need more uh, political and, uh, you know, aspirational comics. The, uh, the entertainment ones are wonderful and they'll have that crossover appeal. You know, just like, but just like I heard uh, our brother say the other day when he went to the theater to see Black Panther for the first time and it was like a mixed crowd. As soon as, in, is it Injari, uh, Killmonger's father, started talking about uh, they're over policed, the guns, that are the white people, a lot of white people got up and walked out. Some of those political comics and aspirational is going to offend some people, but. They was never with you anyway. If something is quality, it's going to draw a crowd. We need more political and aspirational kinds of comics, sci-fi. We need to paint a future for our folks so that they have something to push forward to. We can't just leave their Gene Roddenberry. All right, family, Jonathan Soul, JonathanSoul.com. Love you guys. Check out johnlesoul.com for interviews with artists and writers and uh, some groovy comic book reviews. And obviously this political stuff. Nobody's two-dimensional up in here. Love you guys. Peace.